You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Independent Waters. I am your host, Becky Manfredi, and joining me, as always, is the second host of this show, Zach Waves and Curls Batista. Zach, how you doing, my man? I'm doing pretty solid today. Not gonna lie. Yeah? yeah. Pretty solid? Yeah. How solid? A, eh, good, good day. Got up and ran. It was humid, but that's because it was a thunderstorm last night for some weird-ass reason. That was dope, though. It was. I could just that see little cool. I love flashes of lightning. Oh, I love it. It was just so like out of nowhere. I was like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "Why?" I was at my friend. I was at my. I was at a, a friend's place yesterday, and they have like a garage with like a metal roof. Mm-hmm. So I went in the garage to like go get something, and the and rain, the rain was like coming down, and it it was like pitter pattering on the metal roof, and That's I was nice. like, "I just want to stay in this garage. It's so <laughs> nice. Like nice. the sound. The sound is just so soothing to me. That's fair. Just like the pitter patter of rain. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah." Wow. I ran, uh, I was on my run today, and I, as I was running by my river that I run by, I was like, oh yeah, it's gonna be flooded, isn't it? I was like, hmm. But, uh, the reason I mention that is because I actually you gotta, like... You gotta bring a, you gotta bring a wakeboard. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're running, you can just be like, alright, drop it, and slide across the flood, and then keep running. Yeah, exactly. It's the sickest thing. I won't trip at all. Guarantee. But, um, <laughs> I like it because, um, when the dam that's near my house overflows, it, like, starts pouring in, and I always like the sound of just running water. It's always been a thing. It's that's nice, been, right? The sound. Yeah. Of, I I, I agree. The sound of the sound of running water is nice, or like a fountain. Mm-hmm. Very relaxing. Yeah. Nothing better. Like, I like I like when I go into the woods. Like if if you're like like walking in the woods, you're like hiking in the woods, and there's a creek. Ah, oh. mm-hmm. oh. so good. So good. <laughs> anyway, it's nice vibe speaking of things. Speaking of things that are so good, uh, professional wrestling. Yes. Independent professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Wait, independent and professional. That's like an that's like an oxymoron, right? It really is. I think about it. it. Indie wrestling. Indie wrestling. Great stuff. Good stuff. And today, uh, and you know who's been a big proponent of independent wrestling for a long time? One of the biggest companies out there. One of the best companies doing it. Beyond wrestling. Yes, they have. And that's who we're here to focus on this week on this episode of Independent Waters. Picking a match for this uh, this promotion, aka C, was quite difficult as they're they're. They have a deep catalog of matches. Deep library, yeah. So we decided to go for something a little more recent with a bit of a Discovery Gauntlet because Mike and I, I at least for me at least, I love Discovery Gauntlet. Uh, you meet, you see a lot of really, really good talent that hasn't been discovered yet, some of which is on TV today, like Daniel Garcia and Wheeler Yuta. Yep. We're on that gauntlet. I think I also... um. I think Garcia was actually like on like a tear when he went in there too. It was like an eight match win streak or something like that. That sounds about right. It is Daniel Garcia. He is mm-hmm. a beast. I think Tony Bennett actually beat Garcia too. Another oh, person from uh, this Discovery Gauntlet. So 
Beyond is having, or had, I guess would be the better way of putting it, a tag team discovery gauntlet. Uncharted mm -hmm. territory, I believe is what they call it. You, you know, that makes sense. There's a big, mm -hmm. everyone's focusing on tag team wrestling these days. It's been, it's been more, in, it's been much more in the limelight, I think, since, I think, since AEW came around and mm -hmm. started, uh, like, not, not that, not that there was no, no promotion doing good tag team before, but I think AEW made people realize, coming around made people realize that tag team wrestling isn't so much of a joke. It's like, very or or teams in WWE like the Usos, the New Day, uh, big big proponents of tag teams in in professional wrestling as a whole. It's been overlooked. Yeah, let's they just say, despite that, the, in the they, past. none of these teams ever put on a bad match. And it, it like you're you're right. It is nice to see tag team wrestling get the recognition it deserves. Oh yeah, it's all the, the recognition it's always deserved. Mm -hmm. So, on that note, let's get into the first match we're doing. Uh, we're going to be doing first Waves and Curls versus the Brick City Boys. Um, the reason that we picked this match is because... I just think it's... I just want to say... Sorry, real quick. Mm -hmm. I just want to think it, it's funny that they're called the Brick City Boys, but they're from Newark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's a, that's a New Jersey joke for all, yeah. you, all your fans from Jersey <laughs> out there. But there's there's two towns. There's, there's a town in New Jersey called Brick. Yeah. So they're the Brick City Boys, but they're both from a town. They're both from a city called Newark. So it's like, so you're the Newark City Boys. <laughs> <laughs> so the context for this match is there's a decent amount of it. Is that Waves and Curls were on a six match win streak in this match. Uh, prior to this match, Jalen, the one you when if you watch this match that has tape over his knee, was injured, and his partner Trayvon, a much bigger of the two, were they were still in high spirits at the start of this match. Before the match even started. The crowd was fucking white hot for them. Oh yeah, the crowd loved them. And then you got the Brick City Boys. Jay Cruz, the guy who has a mullet and kind of looks like Eddie Guerrero when he was younger. And Correct. Victor Chase, his much larger, uh, or his equally yeah, large... Yeah, he looked like, he, he looked like, he, uh, Julio, Cruz, Julio Cruz sort of looks like a combination, to me, of Eddie Guerrero and, um... Oh my god, fuck, why can't I... Uh, he, he sort of looks like a combination of Eddie Guerrero and Jeff Cobb. <laughs> He's got the size to match it. Sure does. And then there's Victor Chase, his much more mouthy uh, vocal partner. This match doesn't even actually start when the action gets going. Uh, Brick City Boys, very clearly established, they are not there to be your friends. They are there to win the match. So they that, attack Waves yeah. and Curls in the middle of their... White hot introduction. Yeah, right before before the match even starts, we 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 get a big attack, and it's like, come on! Instantly slaughter Jalen's injured left leg. Like he yep. literally can't stand. He's he's <laughs> he gets stuck. He's out of this match for a lot of it. He's putting time out like just off to the side by the entrance in like a little chair with a ref and like the medic team are looking at him, and he's just watching as his partner Trayvon now has to fight his way through this match. Basically, this is this is where wrestling always makes me laugh. Because you know, I like you know he's not actually hurt. Yeah. Because he's gonna come back later. So just just the thought of him of uh Jalen sitting there in the chair, yeah. just like basically watching the match, pretending mm. his leg is hurt while the while a <laughs> while a me while a medic also sits there and pretends his leg is hurt. <laughs> while they're just like, 
all right, when's the spot I come back? When are we doing this? Yeah. I mean, is it happening yet? They're just, mm. they, well, meanwhile, they're just like, yeah. ah, Peter Griffin. Ah, right? Like, and the, the mm. medic's like, yeah, I'll fix it. Uh, some, get more guys out here. Like, yeah. Oh, so, wrestling. I love wrestling. I really do. Um, there, That's I will silly. say during this match, the camera would like cut to him. And while sometimes this was good, I feel like sometimes it like it interrupted the flow the match had because it would just randomly cut. And I'd be like, something's happening in the ring. I can hear it happening. Yeah, that was weird. They, they held on, they held on Jalen being injured like a little too long. Oh, yeah. It was like, hmm. Like in the, especially in the first one, he's putting time out. You can literally hear Trayvon fighting in the ring. And you hear the crowd going crazy too. Uh, and when we go back to the ring, uh, J. Cruz German suplexes him. Yeah. It's like, well, shit. Well, we missed it. We missed. We missed him fighting back. I guess. Uh, from here, it's honestly just like Brick City Boys just dominate. They just yep. Trayvon just gets his shit rocked, while the the Brick City Boys antagonize this crowd who already hate them since Waving Curls were the favorites. Yep. And the numbers advantage are just in full swing here. Like, mm-hmm. Trayvon cannot tag into this match. There are times he gets to the corner and he goes to tag in Jalen, who's still in his little timeout spot. Uh, and it's just a matter of, can he hold out long enough for Jalen to get the hot tag? Which, even then, his injured leg is the question of, can he hold out to pull off the hot tag? That's, that, that is the big question, you're correct. Uh, there was a point when Trayvon actually got out of a backdrop suplex from J. Cruz and Jalen. Uh, mm-hmm. he fought them both off in their corner. He rolls past them. There's no one to tag. So the Brick City Boys hit this slick combo they got here that I like. That it's kind of like their signature. It's where J. Cruz spears Trayvon, but then he holds him in place in the corner. Victor runs up and single leg drop kicks him in the face, and then from there, J. Cruz then hits a, a bridging Northern Light suplex. Yeah, it's a very awesome. nice combo. That was really cool, you're right. After that, it's more than punishing him, but this time Trayvon fights them off with a boss man sidewalk slam, which I've never seen before, but looked quite cool. Yep. To Jay Cruz, and then he power bombs Victor onto... And then he powers Victor onto Jay Cruz. We then see at this point, Jalen finally hobbles his way up to the apron, and Trayvon tags him in. Despite this fucked up leg, Jalen does a great job handling the Brick City boys. Mm-hmm. He gets a couple near roll-ups with them. He pop, uh, Then he pops off by hitting them both over and over with strikes. I love this part because he was just hulking up, just kept hitting them. And then <laughs> he screams out like, yeah! And then he gets yeah! double booted in the gut, suplexed, and roundhouse kicked in the head as he's in just, the middle of being suplexed. Just gets absolutely fucking wrecked. Mm-hmm. Brick City Boys will get the win off this, though. And they try to hit this their finisher, which is a backdrop pack drop elbow drop finisher mm-hmm. which is nice it's when uh, Vic, uh jakers basically goes for the backdrop and trayvon jumps onto the guy he's backdropping and they both hit him into the mat mm-hmm. but trayvon pulls him off jalen off of jakers's back he then pump kicks victor into jakers and goes for a choke a choke slam but jakers irish him onto the apron and here victor does a very good job of disabling him because Trayvon's on the apron. He keeps trying to get to Jalen, and he's basically just grabbing onto his feet. He kicks him off his feet, goes over to the corner, and then he pulls out his feet and throws him face first onto the apron. So Jalen has no one to tag to. Yeah. Just classic just... tag team stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. 
And then the Brick City Boys go for the finisher again, and Jalen counters this into a roll once, but he can't stop for it a sec stop it a second time. They get the win. Yeah. Crowd's not fucking having it. No. They hated this. These two ate up their reaction, taunted the crowd. This interviewer comes in, she's like, So, how are you gonna stay on top or something like that? And the two of them talk to each other, look, and they walk away. <laughs> Absolute nuclear level on these two to lose. Uh, I thought it was a solid match, though, Mikey. What'd you think? I also thought it was a really solid match. These two, uh, even even with um, uh, Jalen being out most of the match, um, and it was just, I think I think we, I think from Matt, we kind of kind of tell the writing on the wall that yeah, he was gonna win. <laughs> but uh, Waves and Curls put up a good fight, and this match ended up being pretty solid. Uh, and I, I. I'm not gonna lie, I am much more interested in seeing more from the Brick City Boys after this, mm-hmm. and I'm very glad I get to. Yeah, you do. Slice me. Uh, how many to blooms would you give it? Uh I think I'm gonna give this one three. I wow. think it was a solid, like right in the middle. Mm-hmm. I think it was a good solid matchup. Uh nothing like too too wild. I would I would love to see like I would love to see this match again, but have both teams at full strength. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, because Hard I think agreed. it would be I think it would be bananas. Mm-hmm. I agree. I thought this was a very solid looking match. Bit like a bit of a squash, only because the wave, the waves and curls didn't get a, as much offense in as Brick City Boys. Mm-hmm. And the only gripe I got for this is literally just I want to see more of what waves and curls can do when they're not handicapped because that's how the booking went, basically. Yeah. So yeah, I give it three. I agree. Yeah, okay, uh, cool. As Mikey said, we get some more of the Brick City Boys because we decided we were gonna follow the gauntlet based on whenever it changed hands so we got the yes. brick city boys versus the miracle generation for the next match uh it has been a while since the last match in the gauntlet in terms of mat of the actual promotion because the brick city boys are now on a four win match win streak and the crowd still fucking hates them <laughs> they're still heels man i don't know still what heels you. still hate them and they just li- because they're winning doesn't mean the crowd's gonna like them <laughs> And just to antagonize the crowd further, they they say there will be no miracle today, and they will go into a five-match win streak. Because, as it turns out, this match, I'm fairly certain whoever wins this is going to go on to the finals of the gauntlet. Yes. The Brick City Boys are, are, are aiming for the top. And then there's the Miracle Generation. You've got Dustin Waller, the white guy in the tag team, and Kylan King, the black guy in the tag yeah. team. Uh, I very much was a fan of this match for the Miracle Generation. I already liked the Brick City Boys, so I was kind of... I had some decently high expectations for the Miracle Generation as well, based on the quality of tactics they were getting. And these two, I think, did a great job. Yeah, I agree. These two uh, killed it. So, starting off this match, we have Waller and Cruz. And Cruz literally just cannot get his hands on Waller. Like, and even when he does, he just gets drop-kicked in the face. It is peak... <laughs> peak power versus speed here. Yeah, it is. Uh, eventually, though, when Chase gets tagged in, he instantly gets arm-dragged and put in the Miracle Generation's corner, which surprised me. I was like, oh, the dominant four-match win streak tag team instantly is getting just their shit rocked. And Miracle Generation do a good job here. They dominate with tag team offense. Yeah. I think my favorite spot being the one they do consistently is when King scoops Chase onto the mat. He then picks Waller up and slams him onto him via Cazadora. 
Then he, after Waller rolls off, he sentons onto Chase. And then right when Chase has no air left in his lungs, Waller's shooting star presses right on top Just of him. Just so gorgeous right off the bat to start us off with this one. Very, very, uh, what's the word? A lot of high speed and a lot of, it's very engaging to look at, basically. Yeah, they were very much like, hey, 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 this is how this match is gonna go. Like, mm-hmm. Like, they're just, they literally just cannot, like, Miracle Generation is just too fast and too athletic to get locked down. Clearly. There's several instances of it, one of them being, like, when Waller, like, stepped off of Chase to Hurricane Rana Cruz, or Waller jumping over the ring post to Senton onto both of them after they denied King his suicide dive. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was sick. Like heart, I'm heart always agree. a fan of when wrestlers just say, ah, fuck the ring post. Fuck the who ring. Needs, who needs the the ring post is just in my way. I'll just jump over it. Yeah. It is simply an obstacle in your simply mind. Simply an obstacle. Yeah, simply an obstacle in your mind. Unfortunately for the Miracle Generation, eventually the Brick City Boys are going to find get their hands on them. And that comes when Waller goes for a handspring cutter and Chase... Mid handspring grabs Waller's like <coughs> wrists and pulls him out from underneath him, so he just slams onto the mat, and then he holds him there so that Jay Cruz can sent on onto his back. Mm-hmm. This is a, I <laughs> this yeah the, the, these uh these tag team matches are absolutely bon- bonkers, and there's so much like insane shit happening in all of them. Yeah, like these this sent on looked brutal, and Waller then ha- went through absolute hell. For the, a lot of this match, because yeah. the the ring is cut in two after this, yep. there is no escape. Yeah, Brick City Boys was were uh, all. Or, sorry, oh no, I was right. I was on the right back. Yeah, the Brick City Boys really cut the ring in half here. I think the worst punishment that Waller had to endure here was when Jay Cruz German suplexed him back to back, denied the crowd the third one, and he just dumped him onto the mat like he was just like a sack of trash. He's like, all right, get the fuck off yeah. me now. Get out of here. I was, I was like, ow. Oh, my back. <laughs> Eventually, though, the Brick City Boys go for their back elbow drop finisher, which I don't, I couldn't find a name for it, but I know that they one of their catchphrases is hit the bricks, so I'm just going to call it hit the bricks for now because it just sounds like a fun name. Fair enough. They go for hit the bricks, and it doesn't go as planned because Waller slips out of the grasp, and he finally tags King in, who just goes off on yeah. them. Yeah. Fired up. King wipes out Chase with a fantastic-looking back elbow. And Jay Cruz with a nasty-looking half-and-half suplex. Uh, together, the Miracle Generation then clear the ring when Waller's springboard elbows into Chase. And then King destroys Jay Cruz with a dragon suplex. So, the Brick City boys <laughs> hit the bricks and roll to the outside. Got him. And while Waller doesn't take them out with a cross by the outside because they catch him. Cross. Not cross. Chase then hits... An absolutely insane-looking suicide dive where he hits all three of them and rolls through it onto his feet when he hits the yeah, floor. Yeah, that was nuts. It just that this that that double team uh, suicide dive was great. I've never seen someone hit a suicide dive and roll through it, and it was fucking sick. More people should do it if they can do yeah. it. Yeah, you're right. I agree. Mm-hmm. So back in the ring, King and and Cruz go back and forth with each other, and Cruz comes out on top when he wipes King out of the lariat. With Chase now up, they hit their signature tag team offense that I mentioned before. The spear in the corner, the drop kick to the face, and Northern Lights suplex. But Waller breaks up the pin, and then takes Jake Cruz out with a cutter. This allows the then big boot Chase in the face. And I love how Chase is like, oh shit, and then gets kicked in the face, and is just loopy then for the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, which allows then King to brainbuster him, which then allows Waller to hit a picture perfect frog splash off the top rope. This shit was gorgeous, oh, flawless, really. Honestly, up there when I think of like a picture perfect frog splash, I'll think of him and Montez Ford. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Where I'm just like, from the goddamn heavens, what the fuck? <laughs> from the goddamn heavens, yeah. So Jay Cruz breaks with this pin, though, gets himself and King to his feet, and <laughs> defiantly, King goes blow for blow with them, and even takes on Chase at the same time, with forearms and chops, one for each one. I think it was like chops for, Ch- uh, for Chase, forearms for Cruz. At the climax of this, Cruz and Chase both hit one huge strike that just knocks him over, and they go for their finisher again. And then we get a very similar spot from the last match, Mikey. Yes. Because they go for... Because King... They go for their finisher. I'm going to call... Again, hit the bricks. And King avoids the first attempt and almost rolls up Jay Cruz. Mm-hmm. But then they go for a second time right after this. And instead of winning like the match before we talked about, Chase actually misses and then gets held back by Waller when King rolls Cruz up and they win. Yeah. Miracle Generation sneak one out there at the end. Not only breaking the streak, but going on to the finals. Mm-hmm. I was a really big fan of this match, not only because it was more of an actual match, but I liked how vocal Brick City Boys actually seemed to have become within their four-match win streak. Yeah, they they they, they were like, like they, they gained a lot of confidence in themselves. Like when I mentioned that Victor was the more mouthy of the two, he wasn't as mouthy in the first match that you could hear, but in the second match, he when we talked, he was like full blast guy with a microphone, like or a megaphone, like just yelling out whatever he thought. Yep, could get a crowd reaction. One guy's like, "Shut up!" He's like, "You shut up!" <laughs> or he's like, "Nah, he's got nothing. No way, stop!" And the crowd started. Ma- it was great. Yeah, tons of interaction with him in the crowd, and then Miracle Generation. It just made it easier to root for them. And these two, Waller does a very good job of getting like the heat built up and like or ready to go where you want to see King get into the match. Mm-hmm. I love this match was great. I give this match three and a half to Blooms. I also gave it three and a half. I thought it was solid. A wow. lot of great tag team work. I actually, uh, yeah, yeah, three and a half works. Uh, it was solid, great tag team work for both of these teams. I like the the ending with the the roll up. I thought that was cool. Uh, where they were just mm-hmm. going for the finisher, and then they stopped it, and then they were like, fuck it, let's do it again. And then they got they just got yeah, rolled up. it worked the first time. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I was I was super into this one. Mm-hmm. All right, now um, let's go on to the final. But first, a commercial break, because we have a minute 30 in Zoom call. Yeah, let's go on to the finals of this one. We got Miracle Generation taking on above the rest. Uh, Miracle Generation, very clearly still the crowd favorites in this match. Yeah. Uh, Fair call. Above the rest uh, is Gabriel Sky and Tristan Ty, of course. Yeah. Gabriel Sky is the guy with the braids and the long pants, and Tristan Ty is the guy with the bandana wrapped around his knee. Yeah. Uh, I'll say this before we begin this match. I was very impressed with above the rest. Oh, yeah. They were fucking awesome. (laughs) They were, for a team that had one match to make a, an impact, they fucking made it. I'm, well, I'm sure they had a and bunch more in this tournament, but in, in these three, the finals. Yeah. It's the gauntlet match. Oh, it's a gauntlet. That's what the finals are? Yes, okay. it's, a t- it's a discovery gauntlet. It, so this it, is literally their one and only match to show up and show out. And they fucking did. Mm-hmm. This match starts with a ton of fast-paced action. Between both these teams, it's very back and forth. We got quick, uh, quick strikes exchanged between Sky and King. We've got sick arm drags and strikes from Ty and Waller. 
and eventually Ty hits Waller with a fucking dirty sounding chop. It was literally out of nowhere. I was just like, yo. <laughs> hey, yo. Bro. <laughs> and when he goes for it again, Waller throws him into the corner. And Miracle Generation, again, they are quick on the draw with getting right in with the tag team offense. Mm-hmm. We get the awesome Cazadora slam, Senton, shooting star press combination from these two. They go for a good amount of time, but sadly for them, they don't last when Ty shoves King into Waller, and then he levels him with a high kick to the face in the corner. Yeah. Uh, they then hit a jump-assisted stomp on King, and it makes it now above the rest turn to control this match. Mm-hmm. And like their opponents, they work in tandem and hit several vicious tag team maneuvers. Yeah, they're, 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 uh, the, they're the kind of tag team where it's like quick tags in and out, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have a spot of yours that was that stood out to you in particular? Uh, there's one later that we're going to get to that was absolutely bonkers, but uh, that I'll talk about when we get there. But uh, off the bat, it was just I couldn't. It was hard to keep track because there was so much happening. But there was just mm-hmm. uh, a re- yeah. a lot of really solid tag team work from above, above the rest, and uh, I was really impressed. For me, my favorite probably had to be when Sky suplexed Kai, but then let him go so that he could basically get a 450 on. Yeah, King. that was sick. I saw that and went, oh, no shit. Of course that. I'm like, that's such a smart idea. Yeah, that fuck? was awesome. Yeah, some uh, ab- outside of the tag team spots, above the rest had some really entertaining spots. There was Sky countering a sunset flim- flip pin by grabbing King's face when he was on the mat and just slapping him across the mm-hmm. face. <laughs> uh, there was then Ty's effective but fucked up spot where he kicked King in the foot. He kicked and- King in like the bottom of the foot. Yeah, and I was like, ow, why the fuck would you do that? And then he locked me in an ankle lock. I'm like, that's and an ankle lock. I'm like, that's fucked up. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Who kicks a man's foot off? Who kicks a man's foot on? <laughs> it's like the, oh, you sick fuck. You sick fuck. Yeah. Literally. I was just like, that's fucked up. Like, if you got to an opponent like Matt Riddle, where you just, like, kick the fucking bottom of his foot, I'm like, that's fucked, man. Yeah, it's like those, uh, what's the word, um... It's like uh, the thing. Wait, what's the, the the fucking thing? Um, where you slap the person's foot. It's like a trend. I forgot the name of it. You have to yell. I don't know. I forgot the name of it. But like you run up. Oh, it's midnight. I think it's like midnight express. Something like that. You run up and you yell that and you slap a person on the top of their foot. What, what is this? <laughs> wait, what is that? Wait, explain. Why? It's literally. I think it's like a trend on TikTok or something like that. Because my brother did it to like my dad one day. My dad's like, why? And I, it just made me laugh. It was, like, five-starring, honestly, but, like, for your foot. Because, like, what, who expects getting slapped on the top of their foot? I wouldn't. And it just gets a fun reaction. Like, slapping the back of someone's bald head with, like, a piece of cheese. You know that? <laughs> yeah. It was really it's like good. that. At least I put it in that or you vein. smack up you hit, like, a baby on the top of their head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just. Sorry. Oh, my God. Just so, so funny. Just the cheese. Just... Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it just smacks and gets stuck there. Oh, it's hilarious. Oh, it's so funny. Anywho, back to the match. Of course, inevitably, King does tag Waller in, and boy, howdy, he makes an impact. Immediately wipes out both members of Above the Rest with a beautiful springboard springboard forearm, several running strikes with a ton of momentum behind him, and then a Poison Rana to tie. The Poison Rana was sick. Yeah, it was. And after this, King takes out Sky with a dragon suplex, so above the rest say, fuck this shit, we're out, and they go outside the ring to recover for mm-hmm. a bit. Despite the fact that the two avoid Waller's first suicide dive attempt, they can't stop him when he just ignores the ring and jumps over the ring post and sentons over them, like in the last Yep. Match. Still looks sick. 
Still awesome. You'd think they would have figured it out from the last time they did that. That mm-hmm. it doesn't, it like doesn't matter where you go. Ty... He's still going to find you and jump on you. Mm-hmm. I like to imagine that Ty and Sky are both like, ah, fuck that. We're good enough. He's never going to fucking hit that on us. And then it happens, and they're just like sitting there on the ground going like, damn. <laughs> he really just did that to us. Yeah. So, Waller then tries to set King up for a suicide dive, but Ty takes him out, and Sky Inziguri's King in the face mid-suicide dive. Seeing this opportunity, above the rest get in the ring, and they basically do this cool seesaw motion, kind of like a monkey flip, where Sky throws Ty up onto the top rope so that he can then backflip off the rope onto the Miracle Generator. Yeah, that was so... Th- th- this was the spot I was talking about, where you said if there was anything that stood oh, out to us. So, it was this. It was like that so double-team cool. moonsault where they mo- where the... the Seesaw motion to get the momentum going. Oh, it was so sick. Mm-hmm. So cool. And then it ties like above the rest, baby. All day, every day. I was like, yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Definitely. Fuck. God damn. So they then drag Waller back into the ring and hit a nasty simultaneous like axe kick punt to the head on Waller. If this isn't their finisher, it should be because it was disgusting looking. Yeah, the, dub- the double punt. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Brutal. Uh, you either get... You either lean into the guy kicking you on the top of the head or the dude kicking you in the side of the face. Take your poison. Literally. Uh, fortunately, though, when they go for the pin here, King breaks it up by throw. Uh, he hits Sky with a huge crossbody, and it knocks him into Ty and Waller. So now the two only left standing are Waller and Ty. Uh, and Ty wastes no time slapping the taste out of Waller's mouth and basically telling him, like, that all you got? This the finals. What the fuck? Yeah, you got, where's boy? your fight? Step up. Where's the fight? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have some fighting. Yeah, you were saying, and it's like that. That's a never. Again, yep. we have, we have gone over this a thousand times on this show. That's never a good idea. But surprisingly, this time it actually works out for him because Waller, like, he flips him off and he strikes him, and then Ty just roundhouse kicks him in the side of the face, just ends him. <laughs> yeah, Waller was like, he gets like the play gets like pumped up from all the insults, and he starts whacking him, and then mm-hmm. Ty's like, nah, 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 fuck that, and just. <laughs> takes him out. Yeah, like, oh. <laughs> he then goes to run the ropes and hit Waller, but King runs up and grabs him in, like, a power slam position. And Miracle Generation then hit this awesome fucking move where King slams Ty down towards Waller, and Waller catches him in midair to powerbomb him. Yeah, that was sick. Like, it was like a running power slam, midair, let go, and powerbomb. It was fucking awesome. It's up there with, like, a blue thunderbomb for Sami Zayn, where if you told me this was their finisher, I'd believe mm-hmm. it. I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. That's devastating. It's not even. <laughs> God. So after this move that popped me real fucking bad, uh, Sky breaks this up by rapidly kicking Waller once uh, and then hitting King with a ridiculously fast, like, super kick after he goes to kick him. He goes to super kick King. King blocks it, and, like, in a literal blinking-you'll-miss-it moment, he just kicks him in the face again. And one guy in the crowd's like, that guy's got good strikes. I'm like, fucking does. I don't, it's just so nice. Uh, not to be outdone by the Miracle Generation, the above the rest then hits an absolutely filthy move where Sky monkey flips Waller towards Ty, and Ty knee, high knees him in the face in midair. Sick. But Waller kicks out of it. So now the now pissed... Miracle Generation, uh, above the rest, goes for something, but Waller flips out of it and tags in King, who immediately cleans house before getting Ty in a Cazador position, so that Waller can then hit him with a cutter, but instead of letting him go, King just grabs him by the waist, holds him by the waist, and just Germans him backwards, and bridges. Which was awesome. So good. 
Pins broken up by Sky, who then hits Waller with a awesome string of moves where he like sling blades Waller back first onto his knee, grabs him, and then flatliners him. Yeah. There's a lot of moves in this match where I was like, that is so goddamn smart. Like that's an awesome looking move. With Waller now down and out, Sky and Ty go for the simultaneous punt and buzzsaw kick, but this time they only kick each other's feet because King dodges them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I could see that being an awesome-looking spot in a match where, like, one other team is, like, a leg-based finisher, and they work it over, and these two kick each other's legs by accident, and the one member is just taken out of the match then. Yeah, that was just, like, uh, excuse, like, they were going for it, and he was just like, ah! Just dodge, just, like, mm-hmm. did the Samoa Joe tactic of just, like, move, right? Yeah, exactly. Just, like, the slightest amount of movement is needed to win that. So, as these two are, like, holding their feet, going, like, ow, ow, fuck, 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 King knocks Ty down and out of the ring, and Waller hits Sky with double running knees in the corner. They then set up and hit Sky with a superplex from King, followed up by that gorgeous frog splash from Waller, and that gets them the win. Yeah, that the superplex, the superplex frog splash was super cool, and I love that they didn't wait until the superplex was done to start the frog splash. So yeah, it's just like mid-air. it was just like bam, bam, right, like. Yeah, literally, like a done deal. <laughs> like as soon as he, Goodbye. as soon as they landed from the superplex, it was like frog splash. God, that must suck to take the match. Like you hit the mat, and then you have to go. All right, this guy's about to land right on my chest the moment I hit this mat. <laughs> yeah, it's like all right, I'm about to take this huge back bump from the top rope, but as soon as they do, I'm getting a whole dude landing directly on me. You're right. It's like ooh. <laughs> it's like gets the uh, wind knocked out of you from the back, and then you get the wind knocked out of you from the front. <laughs> yeah, at that point, honestly, I don't even blame it for winning the match. It's like just win. Please. At that point, if the if the wind gets knocked out of you from the back and starts going like out of your mouth, and then you get hit from the top, does it just like stay in place? It just like oh cancels God. it out. It's like it's going, God, just... it, it's going up because you landed on your back, and then you get landed mm. on, and it goes back down, and it's just like stuck. It's just compressed into your chest, and you're just like, oh, it's like, uh, uh. I, oh man, celebration though was cut short here because violence is forever just shows up. And slaughters the now exhausted out of nowhere. Fucking yeah, Dominic Garini and fucking Kevin Ku show up, and they're just beating the crap out of them. They're like, "You talk about tag wrestling, and you're not going to even involve us." And some the announcer's like, "Well, you're already discovered. Why would you be in the discovery gauntlet?" And they're <laughs> they're like, "We're going to show why we're on top." <laughs> I, was there, I was like, "Damn, you really just hit him with it." Fuck. That question was so funny because it, it's like one of those questions where it's like, shit, they have a point, huh? Like, yeah, it's like, hmm. they, yeah, violence is forever. Like, why the hell weren't we in this tournament? They're like, because everyone already knows you're great. You're not, you don't need to be discovered. And they're like, anyway, anyway fuck this. We're the best tag team. We're going to have a match for, we're going to become the first two-time, like, uh, internet wrestling champions, I think, that, or tag team champions, I think. Mm-hmm. I like how they left, and they just took the flowers that Miracle Generation were given, they just put them in their hands, like, yeah, there's your fucking celebration, kick rocks. <laughs> like, that's fucked, man. <laughs> but, um, I, I assume it's going to set up for a match in the future that's going to be amazing, but overall, what a goddamn match, dude. Yeah, really, it was, this was a solid one. Really impressed me. Fluid wrestling, good-looking strikes, constant communications both with their partners as well as interacting with their opponents from each team, which I always fucking love in wrestling when, like, the tag teams are actively trying to win the match. Mm-hmm. Just really good. And great selling, too, from pretty much everyone involved. Yeah, I agree. Uh, God, I don't know. I was torn. I'm giving... I think I'm... 
I don't know. I'm, I want to. What would you give, Mike? I'm I'm, tor- I'm on the fence. Here. I think I'm at like four and a half to blue tier. I was torn between four and a quarter, four and a half. I think I'll bump it up to four and a half. Like it was. I'm not even kidding. Like for a, a match with no build at all, this was a fucking great match. Yeah, hard agree. This was an awesome one. Uh, super, super sick. Definitely go check it out if you could. Uh, definitely awesome. Yeah, I a while back when we were, I was on Twitter. The only time I ever on Twitter, looking for like match recommendations or stuff like that, I saw someone have a thread with uh where Dax Harwood was involved. Where they were like, name me some of the best in uh what is it uh tag team wrestling or wrestlers on the independent scene. And Miracle Generation were amongst one of the people that was recommended that was pretty high up there. Yeah, I can see why. But we never got to watching it. I can see why though. After watching a couple of their matches, you can, you can kind of see why they're they're getting so much praise because man, you know they're the a crazy great part team. is too. According to Cage Match, there's like four members, I think. There is. There's like four or five, yeah. And these are just two of them, which is fucking wild. Miracle Generation consists of Dustin Waller, Kylan King, of course, the two that were in the, the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other two are Jay Onyx and Sean Knight. Nice. Well, on that, on that note, uh, great work for both teams involved. I most certainly am going to be pumped to see more from these two. I agree. Don't be sleeping on either of these two. Don't be sleeping on any. Don't be sleeping on any of these. Teams Honestly, yeah, any of them. Well, what am I even saying? All, I, all of the teams that we watched today were so awesome. Miracle on that Generation last match. above the yeah. Miracle Generation above the rest. Waves and curls. Brick City Boys. Great. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Very good. Uh, so, Mikey, should we give our uh, should we give the, the viewers at home a, a sweet little taste of what we got going in for the next promotion next week? Yeah, why don't we? We got a pretty cool little promotion happening next week. A cool promotion you may know uh, that is called Choco Pro. God, I love me some Choco Pro. Who, uh, needs, those the, who, needs, who needs wrestling rings? Yeah, when you just have a gym, a dance studio with a, a gym mat. We're going, uh, we don't need wrestling rings anymore. We're going to the Choco Pro territory, baby. So, to those of you that don't know, Choco Pro is an independent wrestling company based in Japan that is run by Emi Sakura and her various students that she's taught, along with Violin Aki. Mei Suruga is also a, uh, you may have heard of her, one of the more highly known Joshi girls out there, at least in the States. Uh, it is a really fun promotion. They have really great matches for, as Mikey and I said, such a small, unique environment. But they put on... It's a fun time, basically. Mm-hmm. And they always are on that grind. Bailenaki, just an example, if any of you, any of you watched our Garden State Pro, would know, you'd know he had a banger of a match with Tony Deppin. So they have some quality wrestling here. There's even some other people that joined from other promotions, like Nyla Rose has been on a couple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Eddie Kingston has also been on or wants to be on, too. That makes sense. Anyone basically that's like, so if you're like into Joshi wrestling or Japanese style wrestling, uh, give it a shot. Yeah, well, uh, and we're going to go more in, in depth on uh, Choco Pro next week. We're very excited to focus on that promotion because we, we've uh, reviewed a match or two from them and they've been, both been great. Uh, Balian Aki, of course, came to America, did an awesome tour and absolutely killed it. Oh, yeah. Um, So I can't wait to dive into more Choco Pro. Sorry. All I thought was when you said of like Bali and Akios, I thought all I thought was parkour, parkour. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm stoked. I'm stoked to get more into that next week. Uh, and I believe that's everything. So I think we just need the plugs now, eh? Yeah. Oh I yeah. Don't know why I turned Canadian? Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. And just like that, 
The Canadian oh, bud, audience. Hey, bud, it's time for the plugs, eh, bud? Oh, man, I can't. I would do it, but I can't do a Canadian accent. I haven't trained it. I can't. Gotta go get some, gotta go get some Tim Hortons, bud? Oh, my God. I can just hear Daddy Magic right now. Go out to the lake and play some hockey? I didn't realize that. God. Big that strikes. Uh, yeah, we just got the plugs. Uh, so, you should go subscribe to our Patreon if you like this content. The Countout Network has their own Patreon, which is our, of course, mothership network, where uh, we, are, we have a hub here. We are part of the Countout Network. And you should go join the Patreon. You can subscribe at $3, $5, or $10. A uh, bunch of awesome rewards for all the different tiers. Uh, you should go check that out. I believe it's patreon.com slash countout. If not, if, if I got that wrong, the link is in the description of this episode. So you go down there and check that out. Uh, you can also go subscribe to us on various social media, such as YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, blah, t- Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, uh, Countout Wrestling Podcast Network. On Twitter, we're at countoutpod. Or at Indie Waters if you want to follow just the pot, just this podcast. Um, oh, go to our Teespring store. Uh, we have a bunch of new merch over there, so go check out. Uh, once again, link will be in the description down below to go get all of your Countout Network merch and dice that you want to support us here over at Indie Waters and over at the Countout Network. Um, and I believe that about does it. Zach, you got anything? Nope, sir. All right, well, that just, leaves me with one thing, that just leaves me with one thing left to say, and that is to remember there's a, there is a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there. So never stop exploring. This has been a Countout Podcast. Hi guys, this is Lauren. This is Michael. And this is Your Dose of Death Podcast. If you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling, look no further as me and Mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling, whether it's interviews, show reviews, or everything in between. We have you covered on all things deathmatch wrestling, whether it's past, present or future and you're probably wondering where you can go support us you can find your dose of death podcast on all major podcast platforms especially along with the count out network of podcasts and also you can support us on the count out patreon as we have exclusive content only on the patreon for all of our listeners we hope that you go listen to your dose of death podcast very soon and see you at the show